besties, welcome back. This is it. We're here again. We're glad you're tuned in. Today we, we have Genesis chapter 20. Yeah, and we got a little turned around again. Did we miss a week again? I don't know. Thanksgiving kicked me in the rear end. I got to travel, so there was that. You and did? that means we didn't get to make a bestie. So I apologize. We love you. But we're getting right back into Genesis. And let me tell you, folks, this is going to sound like deja vu. Today. Oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassed by Genesis 20. Are we? Let's just go, and we'll see. Everyone, listen for some familiar your narrative uh, points from previous adventures of Bible Besties, uh, specifically when Abram went to Egypt land. Yeah, this episode is going to harken back to those uh, Egypt Tell me Egypt if you've days. heard this one before, but here they go. Abram and his whole crew, Genesis 20. Abra- where am I at? Your Genesis chapter 20, Abraham and Abimelech. I'll start you off here. I'll tee you up. Okay, that's fine. I'll it, allow it says it. this. <clears throat> now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev, and lived between Kadesh and Shur. Those are those are two uh, names. Sure. That they're bad with the guy with the lisp. Sure. Um, for a while he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said to his wife Sarah, Wait! I know what happens next. Are you guys ready? Uh-huh. They live there, right? They move to Negev, and the first thing, so this is a new area, got their own king, King Abimelech's there, and Abram, in true, hey, we're in a new place that I'm not so sure about, and he's getting older, you guys. He's getting so much older, and again, I'm not trying to throw shade at older people, but sometimes they are known for their antiquated, like, prejudice towards people they don't really know. They're like... Oh, yeah, I heard about them. They all, like, steal your cats or something like that. Like, you know them, cat thieves. Um, No, as usual, uh, Abram has an opinion. He's like, well, honey, here we are. We're in the Negev. No, they're in in, uh, Gerar. Well, they're in the region of the Negev. Yes. And they're in Gerar. And he goes, honey, we're here. Uh, I have a plan about this new area. One of the things you found is uh, sometimes we run into trouble. Uh, in this, if we could just start things off with a clear rule. Uh, and she's like, yeah, what? And he's like, if you could just call yourself my sister for a little while. <laughs> Again. And she's like, why? What's going to happen here? What do you know that I don't know? Who's going to try to marry him? He's like, we don't know if anyone's going to do that. But for all we know, these are a bunch of godless weirdos. And when we get here, uh, let's just play it safe. And if anyone asks, you're definitely my sister. And she's like, I definitely remember how this worked out last time, clown. He's like, no, it's going to be fine. Who knows? It may not even be something we have to do. But right away, Abimelech's men show up and go, hey, got a smoking hot wife, brah. And he's like, oh, oh, no. Rungo, Rungo, uh, this is actually my sister, so no need to kill me. And she's like, this is so familiar. He's like, no, go ahead, tell him. Who are you? Go ahead, Sarah, who are you? And she's like, I'm his sister. He's like, see, I told you. It's great. And they're like, smoking hot sister, brah. Do you know how I see this? How? It it says says in uh, verse 1 and 2 here in chapter 20, for a while he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, she is my sister. I picture him like they're walking into the town, and he's just like saying over and again, oh, hey, everybody, this is Hi, my sister. Everyone. Hey, everybody, meet my sister. Hi, we're new in town. This is my sister Sarah. And she's like, why are you doing this? He's like, no, it's no problem. It's just a safe thing to do in a new area. 
And, um, and in verse 2, it says, Then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. Yeah, because guess what? A new sister showed up, not a new wife. And this time, though, it kind of happens way faster. Instead of, like, right away, there's, like, instead of, like, a long time spent where he, like, gets a bunch of cattle and chills out at the Pharaoh's beach house with uh, Aaron, uh, with, uh, I mean, what's Lot. his name? Lot. Uh, this time, I'm mixing up my, my, my patriarchs. Um, what happens is, right away, God's like, ah-ah. And he shows up and talks to Abimelech. In a dream. In a dream. And he's like, ah, Abimelech. Because he wants to be more, like, imposing. Mm -hmm. Like a ghost voice. Like, Abimelech, it's me, God of Abraham, the great I am. You're going to die, dude, if you don't let go of that man's wife. And he's like, whose wife? And he's like, Abram's wife, Abraham. So he figures it out. Abimelech finds out. And Abimelech, just like Pharaoh before, is like, ding dong. Ah, uh, hey. Well, first, first, what? Abimelech pleads with God to not destroy him. Because he pleads his case as an innocent I forgot man. this part entirely. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know now. He's like, oh, man, big mistake. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. You Don't hurt all these innocent people. Didn't Like, nobody told me anything about this. He said, he flat out told me, this is my sister. He said it just like that. How are these innocent people, my city, my lands, my cattle, my crops, how should they have to pay for the lies of Abraham? And you know what? Like, spot on. Because Abraham should surely know better. Right. Like, Abram's done this before. Uh, anyways, so he even points out, too, he's like, and, like, she was in on it, too. It's not like she's going, you took me from my husband. No, this isn't like that. She really said, like, no, yeah, that's my brother. So that's a scam on me. I don't see why I'm going to be punished for the lies of these Abraham people. So give me a break. I did this with full innocence. I had, look, it was an upright idea to marry this lady who moved into town who I happened to like. So please back off. And God was like, yeah, that does sound like Abraham, doesn't it? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, I can't, maybe, you know, maybe I came off too hard, but do let me, I, I'm sorry. That was aggressive how I showed up. Let me just put it this way. Don't you dare touch her, okay, <laughs> bud? And the guy's like, I know, I get it. You're a big sky voice. If you do, if you do, I will kill you. You restore her back. You give her back. You give her back to Abraham. Don't you touch her. He's a very protective sky dad of Sarah. So he does. That's what he does. So he gets up early in the morning and he tells them all this stuff like, you guys, God told me. Abraham lied. Sarah lied. And he's like, what? Oh, man. He told us. He was like, that was his smoking hot sister, bro. And he's like, no, he lied. It's Defo, his wife. So he wanders over. Like I said, bing bong. Abram! <laughs> See, very similar. It's like the same thing. And Abraham's like, what is it, dude? How's everything? My sister's not like 
ruining this thing. She didn't say something crazy like, I'm her husband, because that'd be crazy, because that's not true, okay? <laughs> Don't cut my head. <laughs> he goes, see, it is true. No, she didn't. You guys played a real sweet con job on me, but guess what? I'm not buying it because the great God I am showed up and told me about your ruse, your cunning attempt to trick me, and I won't have it. And better than that, you won't have it. I need you to get lost, man. Get right out of this. Well, before he kicks him out, he, oh. he asks in verse 10, uh, he says, what was your reason for doing this? Do you oh, remember what man. Abraham said in response? Like, way oh. to throw, like, salt on a wound. Yeah, so at what point did you think this was a good idea? And I don't remember what he said. I think it was like, oh, wait. No, yeah, it was the, it's the godless weirdos thing right, again. He's right. like, well, oh. okay, so set the, set the stage. Abram, I just can't believe you do this. In fact, better question. What the hell were you thinking doing this? It's your wife, man. And he goes, well, when you say it that way, it sounds like I'm a bit of like a, well, coward, a liar. Um, Truth is, yeah, I am. But really, it's because in my day, uh, people... uh, told stories about people from your neck of the woods, and I just heard rumors that you were a bunch of godless weirdos who would rather, you know, flay me alive than welcome me into your home. I also have a suspicion that you're into my wife, and because you're all, you know, I don't know. I don't, what do I know about you guys, except that, you you know, you'll probably steal my wife. So, uh, yeah, you understand why I did it. I didn't want my head cut off. He's like, where do they do that? And he's like, well, Egypt for one. He's like, what? When? Like, what? And he goes, you, no, this is this is exactly what he said last time. And they would have done it. So I need you to cut me some slack. We'll be on our way. We're sorry for the deception. And he goes, yeah, please be on your way. And just to make sure your sky dad doesn't come wreck my shop. Because, boy, howdy, is he a grumpy god with your lies. Get out of here. Here's the deal. You leave. And let's just settle with, like, a bunch of rams, a bunch of goats, an elephant, some zebra, <laughs> giraffe, whatever. Just get out of here. And he's like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> he also gave him a thousand shekels of silver. Uh, uh, and, and he looked, like, I imagine Abram just looks up in the sky and goes like this. <laughs> up to your old tricks. Nice. <laughs> nice, God. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I'll just take Sarah back and uh, your big old carts full of possessions, you know. Be on my way. So she comes out again, like, busted, huh? He's like, yeah, yeah, didn't work. And she goes, we, we're going to be killed? And he goes, no, crazy thing. Same thing happened. We are rich. We are rich. Just like I said we'd be. And she's like, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then, but before they leave, in verse 17, Abraham turns around and he does something for Abimelech. Does he bless him? He prays to God. And God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his slave girl so that they could have children again. For the Lord had closed up every womb in Abimelech's household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Oh, what? Sarah? Because of the situation. God had closed up their wombs. But then Abraham prays and then they're healed. It's interesting to me that this happens again. So, like, here's my hunch. We've we've told this story a couple times now. The Bible has. This is a repeat. The Bible has. So I wonder, you know, what are the different angles here? One of them could be that this actually was common practice, that, you know, people would kill a husband and take the wife. Um, So Abraham's afraid again that they're just going to kill him and take his wife. So he wants to make up the lie. Um, But the giving of 
the giving of sheep and cattle and silver and gold um, to the person who, in our, in our cultural mind's eye, seems to have been the one who lied and did the wrong thing. I wonder if there's more at play here about the, the culture of the time that we just don't quite get. That's impossible. I'm a modern man, <laughs> and I am well aware of everything. No. No, that's probably Because both times, in Egypt and it, here. Yeah. Egypt and here. Is it's it either like, the fear of God, the fear of like, oh my God. Or it's like a formal really common wrong. practice. Be like, oh, I accidentally married your wife. Oh, what a mix up. Here's some cattle. Like what? I don't understand it, Lauren. I don't get it. The Bible is weird. But uh, yeah. So the next thing, do we just go into the next story? Because that just seems like a repeat. I feel like, I feel, I feel wrong releasing this as an episode because like, yeah. It's Egypt too. This time, it's in the Negev. What do you yeah. think? I don't know. You know, the, a new app. Look, can we just continue? Because I mean, I don't want that to just be the episode. All right. Well, we're gonna move on. Then we're gonna keep rolling. Good. So we're gonna get into Genesis twenty-one, the birth of Isaac. Now, and now for scene two in this episode, the promise long That's awaited. That's right. It's Isaac time. Chapter so, twenty-one, the birth of Isaac. So in this meantime, like while that shenanigans happened, she, we're to assume she was pregnant the whole time, and they're like. You got your sister pregnant. Like, you think that was that would be something? Yeah. How quick was this? Again? We don't. They don't talk necessarily oh, about the time. They didn't the, plan like long term. At some point, they'd be like, "Hey, you got a baby in there? Who did that?" But the moment that we've been waiting for for like what ten chapters? Oh my gosh! Promises and promises and promises and promises of babies. So it finally happens. The Lord did for Sarah what God said God was going to do, which was give her that baby. And Abraham is so rowdy, as rowdy as someone can be who's a hundred flipping years old. Yeah. He's a hundred. He's like, I'm a daddy. It's a boy. It's my baby boy. And he's so excited. And it is really great because that's all he's wanted. He loves Sarah. He he's he's excited about this, understandably. Um, so they had it, and uh, they what named was him it? Isaac. Uh, yeah, named him Isaac, like they said, because laughter. laughter. They Remember laughed. when it's like you're gonna have a baby. <laughs> but Alex, yeah. it's but, not all rainbows and sh- sunshine. No, because in eight days you got to circumcise that baby, according to two episodes ago. Like right. you got to do it. So circumcise him, and that's like the name day. It's a big thing. They have a big celebration, and at the celebration. Uh, Ishmael has he's he's like a younger younger boy now and he's still doing that like you're not my mom to Sarah but he's just a little boy and uh, apparently Sarah caught some side eye from him and saw him kind of like maybe he was doing an impression of Isaac because you know how babies make real weird like gas and poop faces mm-hmm. like he was looking at him like that's an ugly baby mm-hmm. and she's like ugly my foot you get out of here because this is finally like her solid excuse to say get lost and she says that she's like abram seriously hagar and ishmael not going to get any of this inheritance you know that's not how this works with a real heir this doesn't work in our culture they need to jog on which is like the cruelest thing i've ever heard but you understand like I, sarah says it but I still believe Abraham's responsible for this nonsense. And Abram's greatly distraught over this because, as we remember, he's, like, helped him ride a tricycle. And he taught him how to, like, shave. And, like, he taught him, like, how to read. It's his son. It's his son. It's his baby boy. It's and what she says boy. here in uh, verse 9, like, verse 10, is really, I mean, can you imagine how this struck Abraham? Get rid of that slave woman and her son. 
for that slaves woman's son will never share in the inheritance That's what I said, with Lord. my son Isaac. Can you imagine though how Abraham's hearing that? That's a pretty rough one, but probably not uncommon in those days if you have like multiple like people who are like part of your inheritance, a part like with how they treated women and they're basically like property, like not probably uncommon, but still probably a challenge if Abram is as softy as we I imagine Abraham was walking around with a heavy heart, but luckily well, he prays to God, like, what do I do? And God's like, listen, I, listen, buddy, come walk over here for a second so we can chat. And he's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, what? What now, God? He's like, well, here's what's now. Get crap. Anyways, um, what's going to happen is I think your wife might be on to something. Pause. What? What? Like, come on, God. God's like, no, you know what? It's fine. Kick him out of your home. Send him with like some water and food. Just send him to the desert. They'll figure it out. Better than figure it out. I'm going to bless them so good. They're going to have like nations grow from this dude. Like he's set apart. He's definitely your child, Abram. I'm not going to forsake him. He's going to be fine. So please just send him on his way. Send me on my way, on my way. Like, he's going to do it. And Abram goes, Ah, oh, thanks, God. That'll help a lot. Okay, next thing in the morning, they're out skis. So in the morning, wakes up, and what does he do? He walks up to that woman Hagar. from Egypt. Hagar. No, I mean, like, think about this. This woman was per- like given to him as a slave. She had no choice in this. Then one day, he's like, Hey, honey, want to have a baby? And she's like, like, Aren't you married? He's like, We can be married, too. You know, like, What do you say no? Do you say no to your slave owner? Like, your own owner? And then he impregnates her. And then puts, she runs away. She tries to escape with this baby at a time that's more opportune than currently between the Negev when she's in the dang desert. She tried to escape. The angel and then of the Lord angel's said, like, go back. Hello, go back. Go back. And she's back. Things are going okay. And then, up, oh, new baby. Up, oh, get lost. Up, oh, he didn't really care about you. Like, think of what that feeling is. Like, maybe there was something redeeming about Abram to her, Abraham to her. Like, at least he loves his son. You know, at least he loves his son. Well, oh, no, here, not wonder, anymore because he's got a new one. But I, so he shoulders her with just like some food and water and then just says, okay, this, scoot, might, scoot, this scoot. might be good news to Hagar, though. She tried to run away at one point. It, not easy, yeah, nonetheless. Maybe. maybe she, we don't know. Maybe she's like, I'm finally out of here. Like, I'm finally released from this yeah, but captivity. I don't know. But I don't think she's stupid. She knows where she is in the world. Last time she ran away with like a plan and now she's getting like shuffled off to where based on the experience she has, this is not a good place to like dump your ex and your baby. So she's out in the wilderness. She's gone. She has to shuffle on with her child. It's so bad out there that like uh, that Ishmael starts suffering from like exposure and exhaustion. He's dehydrated that she lays him under a bush just to save him from the like crazy hot sun. I'm so sickened by this right now. And she has to walk away from him because she doesn't want to watch her own child die. Like this is some tragic stuff we're hearing. Like there's no way to funny this up except that like, it's it's just gross. She has to do this, and then, like literally, God shows up, or is it the is it okay, an it angel? Says in verse seventeen, God heard the boy crying, and the angel oh, of God, God called to Hagar from Hagar, heaven. Hagar, it's me, and she's like, "Oh, great, him again." Uh, you know what? Nice try. Like I'm not going back. Like because he'll send me back. He's decided I should die. 
So thanks for the tip. He's like, no, no, no. Guess what, dude? And she's like, what? He's like, why don't you take a gander over to your right? And she looks. She's like, what? And he goes, oh, I mean, your other right. She's like, <laughs> what? Oh, what the? There's a well. He made like a well appeared. She like, I don't think this is about like, hey, look to your right, dummy. Like, no, he did this. The angel provided this and said, you'll be provided for. You'll be cared for. Give your son a drink. You will be cared for, I promise. Which is just thank God for this. Because this story will is you be cared for, but the angel said that God will make him into a great nation. Yeah, but of like donkey dudes. Does he say donkey dudes well, this time? Well, not this time. It just says that, uh, it says, I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes and she saw the well of water. So she filled the skin and gave the boy a drink. Oh, thank goodness. And like, God was with the boy as he grew up. Ah, so all's well. In that department, except for all the great tragedy, sadness, and nonsense. What's the moral of this story? (sighs) It's like a repeat. It's really, I mean, Genesis 20 and 21 here, these are really like a repeat of the Egyptian stories. They go through Egypt, same kind of thing happens. Then they come out and the great promise is made. This time they go through, um, you know, Abimelech's area of Gerar, same kind of story. But then actually the birth happens. Baby happens instead of a promise for for a baby. And Hagar, after Egypt, ran away. Yep. But this time she sent away. Uh, yep. Which is like sadder. It's yeah. so dang sad. I don't know. This is just, this one's a hurtful one. But um, what I hope everyone takes from this is like, again, I think it's the same as what we said last time, where this is about Abram always taking things into, Abraham taking things into his own hands. And that when we do that, when we like, according to the story, when you don't, follow the plan which is one about patience and um like an abiding um trust in god's provision we will hurt ourselves i mean think of it in terms like money or whatever else you know when we take it into our homes we hurt people because we're afraid and that's and that's it he was afraid of not having an offspring uh, not having an heir so we have ishmael and ishmael just gets a raw deal repeatedly and nearly dies in the wilderness Thankfully, God was like, no, I'm not abandoning him. You are, Abram. So Abraham abandons him. Um, and then we go into the... Well... And I think there's this little thing with, like, a covenant between Abram and Abimelech. Yeah, there's... In, yeah, like, they, the see each other, a... they see each other in a field one day, and Abram's like, oh, hey, Abimelech. And he's like, oh, oh God. God, it's this dude. He's like, oh, what do you amaze this dude? And he goes... Yeah, well, liar McLyingstein, how about you, like, stop lying to me for once and maybe I'll be cool with you. And he's like, look, man, I just want to be cool. Like, look how well I'm doing out here with those things you gave me. We're both powerful individuals. Let's try to keep things cool, man. Let's let's, let's break some bread. And he's like, fine, what can I do for you, my dude? I get it. Like, I don't want your God to thrash me. He's like, hey, if you could, um, I had a well over here and your guys took it. How do you take a well? You just start drawing all the water from it. Oh, okay. You're drinking from it and you won't let anybody else get at it. Mm-hmm. So there's like guards at it, maybe. maybe. He's like, sorry, man. First stop hearing about it. And he goes, yeah, could we like, can I make a deal with you and give you like some sheep and then we can agree that I dug this bad boy? And he's like, yeah, that sounds cool. 
So they had a covenant. They made a promise that this well was cool and this was his land and he could like hang out there. My guess is it was very much like if you promise not to bother me or try to trick me again, like please get lost. So that's chapter 20. You can have my my Twinkies if you never sit at this lunch table Just get out of here. Stop bothering me. That's the end of chapter 21. But hey, besties, you're doing great. You're all the the way through Genesis 21. That's two chapters. If you've listened from the beginning, um, I just want to tease you with a couple things coming up soon. Our next episode will be uh, Genesis 22, Abraham Tested. Oh, um, man, this is getting weird. Re- really great stuff. But then, hey, really soon here, uh, Sarah's going to die in chapter 23. Spoilers, Lauren! No, chapter 24, Isaac and Rebecca. Abraham's oh. going to die in chapter 25. So, folks, we're going to have some new characters. I and, know. And before, How could that happen? I'm only 100. But before you know it, Ishmael's going to come back in the picture. Isaac and Abimelech are going to have some doings, and we're going to enter. We're going to be introduced to Jacob. Yay! Um, so we're going to have all new characters. A lot is coming down the road, and we really thank you for tuning in. If you have yet to give us a rating or a review on iTunes, we hope that you do. It'll help us out. But more importantly, if you could share the share the show, share 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 show, share the show, share share show, share the show. Will you please share share show 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 share the show? Please share 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 our show, please. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.